2024 crypto predictions. We're going to tell you exactly how the crypto market is going to play out this year. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by BitGet. BitGet is the most user-friendly and secure crypto trading platform for both beginners and experienced traders. BitGet is the best place to not only trade Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also all the small cap gems that we discuss every day. With 24-7 customer support, leverage trading, and a wide array of other advanced features, BitGet sets itself apart from every other centralized exchange. Through Beanstalk's official partnership with BitGet, you'll receive 15% off all trading fees when you sign up using the referral link in the description. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing all of our 2024 predictions for the crypto market. BlackRock Bitcoin ETF is approved. $1 million Bitcoin. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> We've been pretty good at this. Uh, you know, early last year. So at the end of last year, we did this prediction episode when Bitcoin was sitting around like 15K or something like that. And everybody's calling for fucking 12, 10K. And we're like, nah, Bitcoin's going to rip. We're going to see at least 32K. Mm. What did we see? Now it's sitting at like 40 something. Yeah. So nailed it for we sure. nailed that one, right? Yeah, and that was one of our biggest ones. And it's important to notif- notice that because the way Bitcoin performs ultimately has a huge impact on the overall crypto market itself and the altcoins that we all know and love. For sure. So this is how this episode's going to go and why it's so important for you to watch this one to the very end. First, we're going to briefly talk about how the global market is going to affect the crypto market. Then we'll talk about some specific interesting things that are happening in Bitcoin and crypto specifically. Finally, we'll talk about some of the hottest narratives and our altcoin picks for 2024. So this is one of our best episodes ever. That's it. So we have a lot of different things occurring with the overall global macro environment, right? Sticky inflation, as they say, but look, it is coming down. We have a looming recession, quote unquote, but we also see that there's interest rates that are potentially not going to get cut because this jobs report came in strong. We're in a perfect Goldilocks zone right now that is allowing the market to slowly melt up, if you will. Yeah, so I think we both agree when we talked about our, our 2024 stock predictions that we're in a bit of a Goldilocks zone. We're going to see a continued melt up in both the stock and crypto markets that will bring us probably until the election. Usually the election years perform pretty well. I can't see a ton of volatility until probably Q4. So we're in a good spot. I think, you know, I know the global economy isn't in a great spot, but the fact that continued liquidity is pouring into the stock market right now, pouring into it, that is starting to trickle into the crypto market. So if you look at how the global market is affecting crypto, I think the signs right now are positive and will continue to be for most of the year. There was a record amount of sideline money last year. And that had a lot to do with higher inflation. We saw a ton of corporations and businesses having all-time record high net and gross profit. Like, think of all the money they've made. Yep. Now that we have BlackRock stepping in and 
Fidelity and ARK and all these other ones applying for these spot Bitcoin ETFs, that is legitimizing the space. Mm-hmm. This seems to be, think about BlackRock's record. They're 537, I think, approvals with the SEC and they only have one that was denied. Right. This is now legitimizing the space and we could start to see institutional investors continue stepping in mm-hmm. because this can be viewed as a, an emerging market. For sure. I think the institutions are here. The institutions are now in crypto. I think it's almost a foregone conclusion that the spot Bitcoin ETF is going to be approved probably very soon, you know, after this episode get posted. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to see a spot Ethereum ETF. There's going to be a lot of money from institutional investors who previously were unable to allocate any capital into crypto flow in. And I think what, I, you know, personally, I think the best case scenario for, for all these huge investment firms like BlackRock, Fidelity, ARK, is that when the Bitcoin spot ETF actually gets launched, so first there's going to be, the, say there's the approval, which they say is going to happen around mid-late January. When it's actually launched and people are actually about to start to trade it, the best case scenario for these companies, BlackRock, these guys run the world. Yeah. Best case scenario for them is that the price of Bitcoin is high. Mm. It makes it look like a great and enticing asset. You can't, even though really investors should be buying at the bottom, I agreed, yeah. When things are high and they look great, they look legitimate, they're talking about it on the Today Show, on Oprah, you know, they're talking about it everywhere and the price is high. That is the best case scenario for them. So I personally think they're going to do everything in their power to make the price high when the ETF is launched and for the, you know, first few months after it at least because they got to generate hype to bring people to buy their ETF. Yeah, and then once you get people to buy the ETF, you know, let's, um, let's compare Bitcoin to gold. Because the big narrative around Bitcoin is that it's a store of value. We have the dollar, which has been depreciating in value forever. And if you're going to be locking up money right now, you want to put in real estate. Well, I don't know. Like it, a lot, there's areas of the world right now where the real estate prices are dropping. So is that a safe investment? No. Mm. Bitcoin, 21 million, all these other things that we all know and love about it. This is where people are going to start turning to. And this is where they're going to be storing their money like gold. What did the gold ETF do after it was approved? Mm-hmm. I saw it, it did see some downward um, trading for, I think, like something like six months or so afterwards. Mm-hmm. But then it absolutely ripped. And he went up 350% in the coming years. Thereafter, right? Yep. So we p- could potentially see a little bit of a sell the news event because there are a lot of people who are expecting that. Mm-hmm. But then there afterwards... I think that's when we start to see the the real fireworks. 100%. I mean, look, I just think it has to be seen for for bullish, for crypto and Bitcoin as a whole. And then you look at all the other things that have transpired over 2023 for crypto that'll give us clues about what's going to happen in 2024 for crypto. So in 2022, the year before last, a lot of bad things happened. So there was calls for, we need to get the bad actors out of the space. We need to get regulations in. We need to start making it more legit in America. Well, what happened? They've... You know, SBF is in jail. They've removed CZ, who's like public enemy and crypto number one for America. He's no longer in the picture. For hey, fine. Yeah, gone. You got Coinbase, who is in bed with all of these top investment firms. They're in bed with, they're the custodian for the BlackRock ETF, the Fidelity ETF, the ARK ETF. Coinbase seems to be the quote unquote chosen one that's going to bring regulated crypto to America. And this as a whole, all this has transpired in the last 12 months. Again, it's bullish for the entire space. It is. And you know what's funny? I was looking at what was the one case that, that BlackRock lost? Nobody ever really talks about. Right. It was a non-transparent ETF. 
So they didn't want to disclose uh, the assets that they held or earnings. What is it? Yeah, that's it. Like, they didn't even really fight for it. They're like, yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, so yeah. Basically, it's a 100% shot that this thing gets approved. And, you know, we revealed our personal uh, take on what's going to happen with stable coins and stuff in America and around the world because USDT is kind of like that one maybe. Mm. There's always fun around USDT. Oh, it's you know, always fun. There has been for years, yeah. every time. But USDC, what we're seeing happen with USDC, because Coinbase is now linked completely with Circle, and Coinbase is linked with the government, and Coinbase is linked with all these big, you know, investment firms who are having the spot ETFs. Coinbase is bringing USDC into mass adoption. They just released a feature that allows you to send stablecoins, USDC, via messenger apps, via social media apps. So they're making it a lot easier to onboard the next hundreds of billions and hundreds of millions of people into crypto with their legit stablecoin. Yeah, and I think what we're going to see and what we are seeing now is some of the bigger projects like the chain links, like the polka dots, the ones that everybody has known since 2017, they are now getting integration with USDC. Previously, a lot of these coins could only be traded by USDT. That that was a trading pair. Mm -hmm. So now we're seeing this integration with USDC. So you have these large projects that are trading on Coinbase, which you're going to be able to send USDC anywhere in the world. I think we're going to start to see, as we've alluded to in a previous episode, the USDC market cap will start to gain on the USDT. Then we're going to start to see this battle for stablecoin supremacy. Mm. Um, and that one could be really good for a potential circle IPO as well. Right. Interesting. Interesting. And another thing, you know, it's human nature, right? Time heals all. There was such a negative stigma for crypto after what happened in 2022. You know, FTX goes down, this guy scammed, Doquan, Luna, rug pull. There's just so many bad things. And people, you know, even when we talk to our friends and family, you know, we're obviously in crypto. Most people are not in crypto. The first thing they ask you, you know, if I meet someone new and I, oh, I'm a crypto creator, they're like, oh, well, what about that scamming guy, blah, blah, blah. People will just all of a sudden forget it. They forget about yeah. this stuff because the new wave of headlines are going to come in. BlackRock beat Bitcoin ETF. Bitcoin hits 50K. USDC, uh, Coinbase integrates with this. You can send crypto with TikTok. All these new headlines, people will just simply forget yeah. about what happened. You know, think about what happened in crypto in 2017, 2018. Unless you are a crypto head, no one remembers. Mm. People just forget everything. Sure. This is what people do. Yeah, yeah. So time heals all. And now people are completely forgetting about all the bad things that happened in crypto in 2022, which leads us to a bullish future for 2024. It's interesting, right? Because you try to pinpoint, like, what's the next thing? What negative news is going to come out that's going to have people start selling it in fear, mm. right? We've got rid of a lot of the bad actors. I, I'm having a hard time picturing what is the next thing that's going to happen when we're, we have all this positive sentiment yep. around adoption and ETFs and bad actors kicked out. Yep. It's like the only thing I can possibly see and I'm watching for is Tether and their tie to maybe doing illegal activities, et cetera, because yep. there's not a lot of transparency there. That's the for only sure. thing I'm watching which is potentially going to send crypto back into a little bit of a downward trend. Yeah, I think we've been, we've been discussing that as well on social media, that the potential for USDT and the FUD to actually come to fruition could bring the market down a bit. But, I mean, you know, again, going back to BlackRock and Fidelity, these, country, these companies, they run the world. You know, BlackRock manages nearly $10 trillion in, in, in assets. Do you think they're going to have, they're going to let there be a situation where they have egg on their face if they launch a Bitcoin spot ETF and everyone's like, wow, it's so amazing. And then, you know, some crazy thing happens and Bitcoin absolutely tanks back down to 15K. How shitty is BlackRock going to look? These guys 
own parts of every company in the entire world. There's no way they're going to let that happen. And they also have massive stakes in uh, Mara and Riot and all the different blockchain miners as well, right? For so, sure. look, I, I see people transitioning to Web3. Coinbase is doing some amazing things right now in terms of, like, look, when they are the SSA for all these massive companies, mm. that's pretty crazy. They have a market cap of $35 billion right now. Yeah. JP Morgan, $450 billion. Right. There's a lot of room for that Coinbase stock to run. Definitely. And then the other, obviously, the other massive elephant in the room for predictions for crypto in 2024 is the Bitcoin halving, right? Mm. So everyone's, you know, they're, ta- they're talking about the halving. The halving's coming. The halving's coming. Well, guess what? The halving is nearly here. So you look at what how Bitcoin has performed in the buildup to their previous halvings and in the months following the halvings. And this can only be seen, you know, as bullish. But you can take a step back and say, look, Crypto is different. Bitcoin is different than it used to be because there's so much more money in it. Yeah. So many more eyes on it. It's no longer this systematically programmed asset that just follows this having thing. Right. However, if you look at what actually the having does, it is programmed to make it harder to mine Bitcoin. The rewards are halved. It just makes it harder to get Bitcoin. And with an increase of demand coming in through all these ETFs and institutional money and a decrease in supply... Yeah. It's it can only be seen as bullish, in my opinion. Yeah, especially when you do the research and understand that it is hard money and mm-hmm. it's not going to depreciate in value. With the Bitcoin having though, too, is it's interesting because it also goes hand in hand with global liquidity. So it just it's like yes, there is this having, but also what is the global liquidity looking like? And it tends to coincide with the having cycles. Perfect. Which is good because global liquidity right now is on the rise according some, to some data out there, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's tough to pinpoint exactly what it is looking like. Yep. But as we alluded to the beginning of the episode, record net profits, ton of trillions of dollars on the sidelines, you know, so there is a, it does look like liquidity is also returning as well. For sure. And look, what we've seen from the bottom of Bitcoin, which was November 2022, now at time of recording, Bitcoin's at 45K. Typically, the biggest gains in Bitcoin and crypto altcoins, everything, are seen after the halving, right? So yeah. you usually see like a, a run-up to the halving, which we're experiencing to the T right now. Yeah. Then the halving comes, maybe a slight pullback, and yeah. then it goes to all-time highs. So right now, we're sitting at 45K. Usually, so if you draw, going to do some quick technical analysis, if you draw from the previous all-time high, the 618 Fib extension sits at about 48K. That's why I've been calling for 48K for a long time now. I think we're going to hit 48K pre having yeah potential pullback to maybe into the 30s i don't think it's going to go you know into the 20s or even close to 50k people are saying (laughs) i'd say hit 48k pre having maybe pullback consolidation you know maybe a bit of a sell-off the buy the news or buy the rumors sell the news for the spot etfs actually being launched and then we see a massive as again in coincides with liquidity coming back into the stock markets bitcoin keeps going up do i see all-time high in 2024 maybe Maybe yes, and I think potentially the new all-time high eventually will be set in 2025. Early 2025 or yeah. something. But that also coincides too with what we talked about with the gold ETF and how it does have this little bit of a retrace before mm-hmm. months later, it does see that massive spike when all that new liquidity comes in. For sure. I, there's just there's so many things that are coinciding to set us up for the next 12 to 18 months in Bitcoin and crypto being very bullish. And look, if you've been in the crypto market for the past two years and you're still here, kudos to you. You fucking deserve it because the last two years have been rough. It's been down only for a long, obviously the last year has been better, but like 
from where we were at, you know, 69K, there was about a year and a half of down only rug pulls, yeah. scams, all kinds of crap. If you're still here, you deserve it. Yeah, a lot. there's a lot of uh, bear market PTSD, let's say. Yep. Man, pull up the Algorand chart right now. <laughs> Look at that thing. It's like over the past 90 days, it's up like 130%. When you zoom out to all time, it's still, it's like, how's that thing even move? <laughs> it's like, so we're still like, it seems like we're still really early. This is, you know, a new age technology. This is, you know, expanding into India and, and they're doing all these things behind the scene when we had the, uh, was it the CTO on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Allen Woods, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right? Like they're doing a lot. For sure. We just haven't seen it yet. And when they prove it and this institutional money comes in, you know, these are, again, a technology that is set to change the world apparently. Mm-hmm that are sitting at $1 billion market caps. Yeah. There's some shitty ass fucking stocks out there that are trading at like 5 billion. For sure. So surely there's a little bit more room for growth for a lot of these altcoins. 100%. And there's a lot of, a lot of people are, are, you know, kind of debating, you think this is going to be the last truly great crypto bull run because after institutional money flows in and, you know, once BlackRock and Fidelity and ARK get their hands in this market and they start inflating these market caps and they start to control the companies, maybe the opportunities that we've had over the last 10 years of crypto will no longer be there anymore. So it's interesting to think, is this going to be the great, like last quote unquote wild west crypto bull run before institutions and even more regulations come in? It's potential for that. Look, there's a lot of friends now asking me about crypto again. (laughs) (laughs) That that usually concerns me because last time they all did this, it was November of 2021 or whatever it was before the market tanked. That's right. But I kind of want to believe that you know, if these institutions or whatever, are, they want to suck in retail a little bit longer before they pull the pull the rug. Yeah, I just think that, look, this could be the last Wild West bull run. So you need to stay tuned to all of our channels because we have this stuff dialed where we find the, the products with the best catalyst, the best roadmaps. And I think now to kind of end this show off, we should talk about what narratives we think are going to be the hottest in 2024 and maybe some altcoin picks along the way. So I think AI altcoins continue to outperform the rest of the market. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen that with a number of them. Like a ride chain has been absolutely ripping as of like, and I just watched, um, so you really need like a lot of people like, oh, you just pick an altcoin, it goes up. It's like, no, we, when you do the hard research that we do, and we spend a lot of time like watching videos, interviews, all these things, you get to learn. It's like, what's happening? Mm. Ride chain just released this update and I, my, I was honestly blown away I'm, i couldn't be more bullish on an ai altcoin if you tried right the revenue is increasing exponentially right now it's insane yeah it's absolutely insane so i think uh you know like tau will reach i i predict tau is gonna reach an all-time high for sure to me that's just a tech company that happens to have a coin that we're so lucky to be able to hold yeah for sure so i would completely agree the first narrative we have to mention is ai you know we are extremely bullish on bit tensor tau i think we we both think that BitTensor Tau could break into the top 10 yeah. and maybe even top five for crypto assets in the coming bull run because it is so unique. It's the best AI altcoin in our opinion. Then we also like a ride chain and also PAL AI as well. Those would be my three AI coins that I really like. And I predict that PAL will end up being the number one most used AI application with their PAL X yeah. that they're releasing. For sure. Thing looks sharp. They're generating a ton of revenue with that project. So yeah. that's a gem. Uh, the next narrative that I would look towards is real world assets. So this is something that we've con- been continually bullish on for a long time. We have our locked in gem with Alliance Block, who's been performing well lately. And then our new small cap gem, which is brilliant, ticker DUA, D-U-A. They are going to be bringing out what will be the leading wallet 
for anyone holding tokenized real world assets. And I think they're going to see mass adoption. Yeah. The C I think it was like the CEO of circle. I can't remember the guy's name, but, um, he's the issuer of USDC and he came out and said, he's like the real, the year of real world assets is about to happen and it's going to be explosive. Mm. So I I'm looking, I think this is the year where we finally start to see the trading of these tokenized assets yeah. that we've been talking about now for so many years. And I think even going back to just what, you know, our analysis of the crypto market as a whole, narratives like AI and real world assets and some of these other ones that we're about to reveal, they are going to help bring in all of this liquidity and users and billions of dollars. They're going to bring in the bull run because of these use cases. You know, up till now, crypto has a few use cases, sending money, this and that, some games, blah, blah, blah. But I think you're actually going to see some real use cases come into crypto. And it's not just going to be like magic money anymore. It's going to be like, okay, if I want to do this, use this amazing new technology, I have to get crypto. So I have to get into the market. Yeah. I mean, when you look at other companies out there and when you're looking at the stock market example, you have supply chain issues. You have people who don't want to go to work. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're having a hard time with staffing and all this other bullshit. Yep. You have this brand new technology, this emerging market. Doesn't it make sense to start, guys, all right, look, we're done with the archaic way. Let's start looking at this new way to start making money again. Like BlackRock doesn't want to start losing money. For sure. Right? 100%. So another narrative I look towards for 2024 crypto predictions would be gambling. Uh, gambling just seems to be such a, a native thing for crypto people in general. Uh, it's decentralized. You can use a lot of these crypto gambling platforms from anywhere in the world, unlike traditional gambling platforms, which are restricted to like province by province. So for that, I think the established leader is Rollbit. Uh, we love their platform. I'd highly recommend checking that one out. And for a small cap gem, FX1 Sports, ticker FXI, they're actually merging AI and Gamblefy into one thing. They have an AI technology that analyzes sports in real time. It's going to be expanding into all kinds of sports with their live sports betting platform in 2024. So FXI would be the small cap gem for gambling. I'm looking to the delisting of crap projects. I think I just saw KuCoin went through a huge flush of projects lately. Um, and I think, you know, if you get rid of a bunch of crap and it narrows down the quality of projects, which means that you get an injection of liquidity into the projects actually doing something, which is what we've just seen mm. over the past month or so. We're seeing all these, you know, the Algorands, the Avalanches all absolutely rip right because they're le legit projects with partnerships etc yeah so i think this is when we look to truly decentralized projects ones that cannot be deemed a security the proof of work projects not the proof of stake ones i think yep. maybe you want to be looking at a little bit more so like that's something like like you know that's why caspa has been doing so well proof of work some BitTensor, of those like L ones BitTensor, yeah, yeah for sure right bitcoin like the ones that they're truly decentralized yeah. it's running you can't stop it proof of work kadena proof of work kadena well, right? yeah so that could be an interesting one as well yeah project and narrative we have to mention when we're talking about crypto and the upcoming bull run is entertainment and hello mm. right we you know we kind of talk about like a tagline hello could kickstart the bull run it's because hello has built is, is launching the show killer whales which is the shark tank for crypto it's going to be launching to millions of potential eyes across the world in 2024 and it's going to show people how cool new crypto projects are coming onto the scene now this is like you know as you know you mentioned before we have this crypto twitter bubble bubble and YouTube and TikTok. But when you want to get to mass adoption, what Hello is going to be doing for potentially crypto could be huge for the Bro. entire world of Web3. So this is, you know, we've we've been talking about this coin from a million dollar market cap to a $150 million market cap. And the show hasn't even launched yet. So we are so bullish on this narrative and Hello. 99% of our friends don't know anything about crypto. My partner might hear me talking about crypto at one point and she's like, what the heck did you just say? To me, I'm like, <laughs> That was so simple, <laughs> but I can imagine now like 
our friends watch TV. They have a phone. They have apps. Mm -hmm. Now they're going to start to get involved with it. So my bold prediction is that Hello reaches a $1 billion market cap next year. I like it. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. I see, I see it happening. Love it. 100%. Yeah, that's a bag that I've just been holding long term. And yeah, we love the team. We love Paul, Sander, the whole everything about it. It's great. I think we could also see maybe some Web3 gaming start to go potentially go a little bit mainstream. Yep. Wilder World. I've seen some um, stuff come out from them. Gameplay looks fucking sharp, yeah, that man. racing game you showed me the other day, Holy right? fuck. They, the graphics? Yeah. Woo. Yeah, I mean, Web3 game... Uh, Crypto gaming, blockchain gaming, Web3 gaming is going to be guaranteed a huge narrative for 2024 crypto. Um, it just, there's like f 4 billion gamers in the world to have like your assets as NFTs, trade them cross game. It just makes so much sense. Uh, so for us, you know, we like compete. Compete has a targeted release on Xbox and PS5 next mm -hmm. year. I want to see that happen. Yeah. You know, it's another interesting one. Remember, we, I used to talk about DeFi Kingdom. Yeah, that thing's Jewel. ripping. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that um, that is kind of coming back in because they, they're on Avalanche now. Avalanche right. is now becoming this new, like, um, crypto gaming hub because it's very quick. Um, so I, I would keep an eye on the Jewel token as well. And, and maybe we might even have some some other small cap gaming coin gems that we will, will reveal. So make sure you're following us on all of our platforms as well. I believe the other verse launches uh, this upcoming year. Yeah. This could be the metaverse of all metaverses that finally proves, look, you can actually make a viable product that you can make money off of, you can live in, you can be entertained in, and all these things can happen. I think from what I understand from our interview with uh, Brian was that there's also a stock uh, IPO as well. This could be one of the first altcoins to actually hit the stock market. That would be, I mean, huge. <laughs> that was the next... Um, narrative for 2024 I was going to mention as well. I think a lot of people have forgotten about the metaverse, but all it's going to take is one absolutely boss project to be like, wow, this is a real thing. Brian and the meta, uh, the otherverse team have been working on that project for so many years. Oh my God. And we've seen previews of it. It is real. It is amazing. And I think it's going to be the most well-executed metaverse that will blow all the other metaverses away and it'll bring back the entire narrative for metaverse, but everyone's just going to want to be in the otherverse. Yeah, the thing just looks sure. absolutely fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I mean, other quick narratives could be something like uh, security and privacy. So like Quanx for quantum security or OXO for, for private wallets and stuff. Those are two coins that we still hold and talk about a lot. Um, and even I just want to quickly mention this whole like Bitcoin ordinals thing. I think right. that's a bit of a narrative that's starting to heat up now. So there's a couple of small caps. It's ORD and MUBI for Bitcoin Ordinals, just to keep an eye on. Yeah, I like it. So that's our crypto predictions. Mm -hmm. There's some particular altcoins that we really, we, we really like. We see the Bitcoin halving. We see spot Bitcoin ETFs. You know, we see Coinbase playing a huge role. The one thing I think we're both really watching is keeping an eye on Tether and what that situation's all looking like. Yeah, and look, just because obviously we're bullish about this year in crypto, doesn't mean it's going to be up only. No. You know, as I said, I think we're going to hit 48K. We could see a pullback into the low mid-30s, and I'm still absolutely bullish for Bitcoin and crypto for the remainder of the year, right? Pullbacks, I think dips are to be bought. The trend is your friend until it's not. So, you know, if, if this episode comes out and we go up to 48K, we go down to 30, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear yeah, people yeah. like, yeah, no, no, no. You guys are wrong. We're talking about the entire year. I'm bullish for the entire year. There's going to be pullbacks. There's going to be times where you think it's down only. The crypto market's over. But no, look, there's so many good things that are happening in the crypto market. The institutions are here. The ETFs are here. The having is here. We're bullish. And look, if there's any other altcoins or narratives for the year that we miss that you think we should know about, let us know in the comments. And then tune into the next episode. That one is going to be a banger.
All views expressed by speakers on the BeamPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeamPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.